Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that is going to help you become your best self. I believe it. Today, we are talking about are you spending money to be happy? So let's jump right into it. You know, it's not a great habit. It's not. I'm sure that's not news to anyone. Believe me, but it's not a great habit. It's actually a really bad habit because if you overdo it, you might run out of money to pay your actual bills and cover other needs. And it's one of those habits where you feel like it can get out of control pretty quickly. You don't think it is, especially if you're putting it on credit. This is a different story if you're putting it on your debit card. So your bank says how much you have. And if you go over, it's going to be bad news for you, uh, which you can still do with a credit card. But either way, you're spending money. And sometimes you get to a point where you're spending money that you don't actually have. And you're thinking, well, you know, next paycheck will cover it, or I'll just like not spend next time. But if you have created this into be a habit and a coping mechanism, primarily a coping mechanism, you will never come up from under it because you're really just making excuses and telling yourself lies. I am being serious. It's if you don't actually recognize it as a bad habit and shift to a different coping mechanism, coping, wow, coping mechanism, then you will be in some trouble, you know, but spending money feels like such an easy, quick fix, doesn't it? It just feels so good. (laughs) It feels so good. You can just walk into Target. You can take 10 steps in any direction, find something you don't need, but can talk yourself into wanting for sure. Super easy and buy it because it feels nice to have something new, something new and shiny And, you know, whether that's clothes or shoes, or maybe you go and buy a new book or you buy some stationery, you buy some new makeup. You're like, oh, my dog and cat needs new beds and new toys. And yeah, I for sure need to buy like this espresso machine or new pots and pans. Let's buy a new blanket and pillows for the bed. And, you know, I, you know, I don't have a child, but maybe I'll buy some gifts and have them just to store up, you know, in case I do have friends or family that need gifts for their kids. You can literally come up with anything, especially at Target, but just in general, you know, I know not, I know not everyone shops at Target. There could be, but it could be that store that you go to all the time, or it could be like uh, department stores, malls, whatever it is, where you're just like, yeah, I could definitely find something here. No problem. Not an issue. You know, it feels nice and good to have new things because it it, you know, it, it can, it can prevent you from focusing on what the real problems in your life are. And I laugh and I do that little awkward laugh that I did because it's true. Uh, but it's also tough to, you know, have that honesty of being like, yep, I am definitely buying things here because I just don't want to think about what's actually going on in my life. You know, little distractions, even treating yourself to a Starbucks, Um, I've been there, you know, can temporarily take up some time in your life that would be better served uh, working through your struggles, for sure. There's definitely times where I'm having like a rough day and it's really something I could talk to my husband about or I could journal about or I could really sit down and like contemplate and figure out how I'm going to move on from this struggle. But I'm like, no, I'm just going to hop in the car and go to Starbucks and uh, just get a drink and get a snack and uh, just kind of feel like I can you know, move on from this with my own habit of just spending money on it, right? And I'm sure I'm not the only person that I do personally struggle with this. And um, it took a lot of time for me to get up up under it, from up under it. Um, I still fall back on this sometimes because I'm not perfect. And 
It's definitely a coping mechanism that makes me feel really good in the moment, and but it doesn't last long term. I can definitely admit that to myself. Um, so if you do struggle with this and maybe no one else in your life knows, it's okay. It's okay because as long as you admit it to yourself and then you start to move on from it, you don't just continue to fall into that trap. So, uh, but yeah, even just going to Starbucks, you know, it can, it'll just, it'll just provide another wonderful little distraction for yourself. Um, but that's the hard way, right? The hard way is actually taking the time to become self-aware and learn more about why why you're going through the struggle you are, what does it mean for you, how is it affecting you, why is it pushing you to go shop, um, that's the hard way, which isn't as fun as the easy way, which is spending money and just, you know, putting in something else. And, you know, a lot of people do um, have different habits that they pop in there for to equate happiness for them uh, that is acting like a coping mechanism. So it could definitely be you know, jumping into new relationships. It could be working out, you know, we're talking about today, spending money. It could be harming yourself. You know, it's, it's a myriad of things, but I definitely wanted to speak about spending money because we're not necessarily in like an economy where everyone's spending money, but people are getting extra money. And it's just, it's a common, it's a common issue that so many of us um, deal with, you know, and yeah, this can even be seen in making a point to spend tons of money on other people, especially if you're a people pleaser. You know, you want to shower someone else in gifts, create happiness for them, believing that in turn make you happy. You think that by buying them things and making them happy, that'll make you happy. And yeah, that's generally how, you know, it does work out that way. But again, it's not long lasting. It's not going to be long term happiness for you. You're just again, like (laughs) just putting a bandaid, not even a bandaid, really just like wiping that cut down and trying to move on, just pretending like it's not there, right? With this distraction. And I'm a people pleaser and I definitely fall into this like, okay, well, I can buy you this and that. And, you know, I want, I want you to be happy and I'll be happy and everyone will be happy and there'll be no problems. And it's just not true. You know, spending money, creates this validation that you can be happy because you were able to buy a new thing that puts a temporary smile on your face. It's the temporary feeling of happiness that draws us in, knowing that right after we spend that money or even on our way to the cash register to checkout stand, you know, you go in, you touch it, you feel it, you smell it, you you are get excited about it. You know, a lot of times I will go to Target. Actually, I've gone to Target so much less Lately, I feel really proud of myself. Um, I'm sure it doesn't help that like I would go to Target and spend $100 a couple days a week. And now I go to Target, but I still kind of spend the same amount in one shopping trip. Not all the time. I wouldn't say my Target shopping is that bad. It's definitely gotten better, but I digress. (laughs) But I will go into Target and, you know, I will always peek into the clothing section because Target has gotten a lot of brands recently where you can, they're like, known brands. Like for example, I recently bought like a sweatsuit, uh, from the, well, that's not from that has the logo of the TV show friends. I love that TV show. It's one of my favorites. I watched it over and over and over and over again. I will probably forever. Uh, but they had this cute little, like, um, you know, crew neck sweatshirt and sweatpants in like a bright pink and with the friends logo on it. And I was like, yeah, I need this. And I'm telling myself, I need this, you know, this would make me happy. This will brighten my day. But I know that a lot of times when I go into Target, it's not necessarily always because I need something. It's just like, yeah, let's just go to Target because it's 
in my mind been created as this epitome of happiness, this place where I always feel good because I find something that I don't necessarily need but that I want that will put that temporary smile on my face. And I know that the moment that I find something, I'll get really excited about it because I've already like kind of made up my mind how this is going to benefit me, at least in the moment. And, you know, and then it's just like four weeks later, oh, I don't even remember buying that. Like, but the sweatsuit I've worn, but you know, there's definitely been so many things from Target that I'm just like, oh, I bought that. Oh, okay. Well, I don't use it anymore. I think I'll probably donate it <laughs> or I don't want it or, or whatever. And, um, yeah, cause it's, it's a temporary feeling of happiness that, that draws us in and it will fade over time because we're not actually feeding anything genuine and real and authentic to provide happiness for us. Right. Um, you know, but I also want to mention the idea of spending money because of boredom or loneliness, right? And we have, we, we encounter boredom or loneliness in our life and we want to be happy and comforted. So we spend money. So sometimes you don't have the courage to make new friends. Let's say you move to a new place or you just happen to have all your friends move away and you don't have a lot of close friends anymore. That kind of happened to me in the last year or two. So it's just easier to just go buy new things, right? Um, Maybe you feel like your life is at a standstill or an overwhelming crossroads and you just don't want to deal with it. So shopping it is, right? It's just, you don't want to think about those hard choices and problems. Those things don't make you happy, but you know what makes you happy? Spending money or even the feeling like you've been abandoned or ignored by someone. So you decide to buy yourself some new friends like clothes, home decor, maybe a new phone. A lot of times I know people will just pop on Amazon, you know, you just pull the app up or uh, on your phone or just on your computer and you find something that you don't necessarily need. I feel like Amazon does a really good job of this on Prime Day as well that they have um, because everything's on sale and so it's more enticing to be like, oh wow, you know, if I did have an air fryer, I would probably be happier. <laughs> I'd probably feel more fulfilled, right? Um, so there's, you know, there's an endless amount of reasons or excuses for why we spend money to secure temporary happiness. But no matter how much we buy and spend, it doesn't get better for the future. There is no long-term benefit there, um, except for a bunch of things you might need to throw away someday, you know? So I want you to know that shopping, it just equals temporary happiness if that's the reason you're going for. So today I want to specifically talk about some reasons why trying to buy happiness isn't going to work. I have five reasons that I'd like to go over with you. So the first one is there will always be something new. You know, the spend will never end and someone else will always have more. It's a, it's a problem, right? Cause you think, well, I'm going to go to the store and buy this new thing. And that's going to make me feel good for a while. Cause it's going to, you know, comfort me for this amount of time. And it'll be a long-term benefit. Sabrina, I promise I'll be happy for a while. You can say that all you want. It's not true though. Cause there'll always be something new, right? That's the reason why a lot of cell phone carriers, and I'm, I'm specifically with AT&T where the cell phone carrier will, uh, has that plan where you can upgrade your phone like in just a little bit over a year. So, you know, I think ours is like a year and a half or something where it's like, yeah, you know, come on in and upgrade your phone. And that way you're always looking for something new, right? There's definitely people that don't buy into this, which is great. 
But I'm all about like, wow, you're giving me the opportunity to upgrade and have something new uh, uh, so regularly? That's a fantastic. And so there's always going to be something new. You think you're going to buy this one thing and you're going to be so comforted and happy, but then you turn around and like five minutes later, it's like, oh, there's an upgraded version. Oh, this version's better. Oh, you know, Julie told me this version's better. You know, Samantha said this one's the best right? The spend will never end unless you decide to put an end to it. And also it's important that there will always be something new, but there will always be someone that has more things. And so if comparison is also wrapped up in you needing to spend money to be happy, then you'll be spending money till the end of time because there's always going to be someone that has more money and is able to spend it better and spend it on bigger and better things. The second one The second reason is it's a distraction from what is really going on, which is something I've already hinted at in today's episode. It's a distraction to spend money to create that happiness because really what you need to do is buckle down and focus on what's wrong. What is going wrong? What is troubling you? What is causing you to feel the way that you are feeling, right? So we continually will put distractions and excuses in our way because it it prevents us and it creates procrastination of us actually helping ourselves feel better, actually understanding what's going on and actually moving forward in our life. But those experiences can also cause pain. So, you know, we want to avoid pain at all costs, right? So we create these distractions. And it's important for you to understand that you have to figure out what's going on because, you know, what happens if you run out of money? Then what are you going to do? Are you going to sell something that you bought to have more money to buy something else and this be like caught up in this continuous cycle of not having enough money to buy the things to make yourself happy and so you're not quite as happy as you wish you were? It's terrible. It's like a rat race (laughs) almost. So it's important for you to understand that buying stuff to make yourself happy is only a distraction from what is really going on and you need to spend the time to actually work on yourself in your problem, in your struggle. Uh, the third one is you won't always impress others with your purchases. So sometimes when you spend money to be happy, it's not just necessarily for your own personal benefit, but it's like, okay, you're going to be happy because you're going to have this really super expensive thing that you can show off to other people and that will create the happiness for you, right? So let's say you were like, okay, well, I'm going to buy a new car. And I'm going to be able to drive it around and it's going to feel so flashy and everyone's going to be super duper impressed. But what happens if you buy a car and people see it and they're like, oh, well, you know, it's okay. Or, oh yeah, good car. But then Joe down the road got like a car that's 10 times as better, more expensive, like a million times more flashy, right? And you just spent like at least like 20 grand on something or, you know, in payments, whatever, on something that, you know, it's not giving you the outcome that you had wished, right? Or maybe you make a smaller purchase of just something that's like a thousand or two thousand dollars that you were like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna love this, but also everyone's gonna respect me and think it's so cool that I have this thing. But what if they don't care? Or what if they're like, oh yeah, I have one of those too? And it's not anything to be super overhyped about. It's just like, yeah, okay, well, you're just like us now, so that's great. And that's not going to feel the happiness that you feel like you should be getting from people coveting what you have or being super impressed with you having the money to get that thing. Yeah, you just won't always impress other people with your purchases. So if that is tied in with your need to spend money for happiness, 
that's not going to work. It's just not going to work out in the long term. And you'll spend more money than you need to. Uh, so the fourth one is more crap makes more clutter and makes more stress. A lot of times uh, there's this kind of quote, I don't know exactly how it goes, where it talks about the clutter in your mind is like personified in the clutter in your home. So, you know, if your house is super messy, then that's how your mind looks. And if you clean up your house, then your mind will be much clearer and that will equal less stress, right? So if you are always buying things because you believe that these things will make you happier and create happiness in your life, you're just going to have more clutter unless you're this person that's just like buying things and then always pushing things out. You have this balance of like only having like new things and never having old things. Okay, that's different. You still shouldn't be buying things to make yourself happy, but at least you have a system. But generally, we'll buy things that we don't really need and we don't really want. We just buy them in the heat of the moment of the passion of wanting that happiness, wanting that new thing to comfort us. You know, it's just you have more crap and more crap equals more clutter and more clutter equals more stress. And so I'm sure you do want to cut back on stress so that you can allow joy and happiness to be in your heart more. So if you stop buying things that you don't need, then you'll have less clutter and in turn will have less stress. That's what I believe. I believe that, yeah, your your home is a reflection of what is going on in your mind. And if it was a little bit more tidy and have less stuff that you don't need to stop buying that you don't need, then things are better. The last one that I have for you, the fifth one, is things aren't the answer, but an experience could help. So, you know, I've been saying and harping on, and everyone does, like, you can't buy material possessions to make yourself happy. It's not long-term. It is, it, it will not, it will not cure it. It will not fix it. It will not bleed into the future. However, if you think that you can afford to continue to spend money, then you should do it in a fashion that would benefit you the best which would be an experience. So let's say you want to go, you know, zip lining, super fun. If you haven't done it, you should try it. I've only done it once, but it was super great. Uh, zip lining or skydiving, or maybe you want to spend money doing those, um, what are those called? Those rooms, those escape rooms, right? Or maybe you want to take your family on a, like a nice vacation, right? Or maybe you want to uh, go to the track and pay to drive those really expensive cars as opposed to buying one, right? So there are so many different avenues and ideas you can come up with with creating experiences because what experiences do is they create memories. And a lot of times memories can help um, create happiness and joy in your heart and make you feel better, right? So as opposed to just continuing to pile up all the crap in your cart and in your home and, you know, um, having to shuffle things around and and then that not adding up into the longevity of happiness that you actually need in your life. Yeah. Spend that money on an experience instead, you know, do something fun, you know, learn how to fly a plane, right. Or learn how to drive a boat or surf or paddleboard or, um, you know, go train for a race and then you can like spend money on a bike and a swimsuit or whatever, or a swim thing, whatever they use for triathlons. You know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, so create, like spend money on your experiences. If you really want to spend money, your money will be way better spent and 
it will create some great memories that will help you trigger happiness now and in the future. So those are my suggestions and that is everything I have to say on this topic. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast again with me, Sabrina. Check the description box below for notes for the show, where to find me on Instagram, which is at Sabrina Joy Perozo, or on Clubhouse at, at Sabrina J Perozo, or visit my website, which is sabrinajoy.com for blog posts, listening to the show, all the other things contacting me. That'd be great. Um, or send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me uh, to Real Positive Girl Podcast at gmail.com. So that is it. That is all. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening, downloading, sharing the show. I really appreciate you. Please continue to do that. It would really help me out. And until next time, have a good one and I will see you next time. Bye guys.